0: This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.
1: Hey, it's future Nick here. A uh, different Nick from the one who recorded this interview. Um <laughs> today's episode's a little different. And it's because our guest was so passionate, so excited, so inspiring in terms of just his enthusiasm, his commitment, his energy for not just the full focus planner, but the entire full focus system that I felt like you should hear the conversation in the way that I did so that you can leave inspired and committed and just excited about the opportunities that the full focus planner offers. So that's the episode. We're going to talk to Chuck. He's going to just share his experiences, where he's gotten, and hopefully you enjoy.
0: Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right things done, and finally start loving Mondays.
1: All right, everybody. We have a a special, special time here on the Focus on This podcast. We love talking to planner users and today we're talking to chuck sullivan who i think isn't just a planner user but what's interesting about chuck's story is also that he's done a lot of the stuff that you need to do in the full focus world we're talking books we're, we're talking commitment to the full focus system and has seen some incredible results so i wanted to uh, talk to chuck today and, and hear a little bit about what he's figured out how it's going and uh yeah so chuck welcome to the show
2: Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And yes, I'm glad to be able to be here and do that. Let's find
1: out what you do.
2: Okay, cool. All right. So Chuck Sullivan is the worship pastor and director of music and worship at North Metro, which is a church in the Atlanta area. I'm married to Jennifer. I have three children, two in-law children, and one amazing grandson named Jones.
1: All right. Jones. I like it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So he's awesome, man. He's well,
1: awesome. I know that you've read some of these books. I know this stuff. I know you're gonna take us back to the start of this. Mm-hmm. Can you paint a picture about what year this is and what you were seeking yeah. to to sort of address when you found yourself uh reading some of these books and, and finding your way through this?
2: Absolutely. So so here and I'll try to be as concise as possible
1: hey it's it's a lot of story i understand i know i know (laughs)
2: I know, and i appreciate that i
1: appreciate your time today
2: so you know i have been a seeker of organization and somebody who really wanted to achieve and succeed for a long time but i never was good at follow-through and i mean i mean i made a list of the planners i've had time system uh day timer and anything else known to man i've probably tried it just never resonated with me. And I really wanted it to because my wife is highly organized. I sure. mean, I feel like if you look up Jennifer Sullivan in the dictionary, beside organized would probably be see Jennifer. Um, and she's been awesome to over the years, you know, invest in me and in things like that. But anyway, long story short, I took a new job in 2018. It's a big job. So I am the director of music and worship at a church, and I basically oversee about 200-plus people. Mm -hmm. So I've got like 25 in my worship team, 70-plus in my choir, 25 in my orchestra. I've got two direct reports. I've got 25 in 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 what we call a music and movement team in our uh, student ministry area, and a lot of other ones that I could name. And so basically— I knew this was a big job going into it, and I really wanted something to help. And so about six months after I started, it was around the beginning of 2019, I was in a staff meeting, and my really good friend, his name is Keith McBroom, and he is an FFP user.
1: Nice. Thanks, Keith. Hi. uh, That's
2: right. That's right. (laughs) Shout out to Keith McBroom. So Keith and I were sitting together side by side in this in this uh, staff meeting, and I happened to look over and see his planner. And I really liked the way it looked. So I said, hey, man, what is that? And so he gave me, you know, the the tidbit information about it. He goes, you know, I'll do you even better. He said, I'll bring you one tomorrow.
1: Ooh. And you you know what? It's funny. For some reason, I always do find myself with an extra planner, this is a pretty common move. Maybe, Chuck, we're going to find out you've done this, too, where you go, yeah. I had this one. Maybe I switched lines, maybe whatever. And now I have a couple like to give out. I, I do it all the time. So thanks, thanks again to, to your friend there.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, to me, that was like bait. I mean, it was like he just kind of sunk that little hook <laughs> into my cheek. So I took it at home and I opened it and I looked at it. You know, I got to be honest with you, it intrigued me. Mm -hmm. But I'm the kind of person, I like to ask questions, I like to find out, I'm curious. So I decided... Okay, who is the one that created this? And, of course, the name Michael Hyatt came up. Well, then that sent me to Google and a bunch of searches and videos, and I just started reading, and I started listening to the things he had to say. I knew that he had a podcast at one time, and that kind of evolved into several other things, started his own company, formerly uh, the CEO uh, of a publishing company and all of that. And all of that was great. I, I was glad to get all that biographical information But what I really liked was the fact that he made it so simple Mm -hmm. and so easy for me to connect with. And so that's what kind of got me on. I'm a reader. And so I started my very first book that I bought was Your Best Year Ever.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a great place to start. Man, I mean, that just kind of
2: was a game changer. Yeah. Which kind of leads you in to the whole idea behind the Smarter Framework. Mm -hmm. And the big three weekly, the big three daily, and all of those things that go along with the FFP. Well, after I read that, then I just became, I mean, it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy for me. And then the next thing that I read was free to focus. And I read living forward. And I even, I think I even said the information I sent ahead to one of your colleagues I even wrote my first life plan. Never had done that. In fact, I just decided that if I was going to really let this have the impact on me that it needed to, I know me better than anybody, and I knew that if I really wanted it to work, I had to immerse myself in it. Mm -hmm. So I I just bought it hook, line, and sinker, man. I read everything that Michael was saying. I listened to his podcast. I went through all the books. And then I even followed things like he said, carry the thing around with you for 75 days. I did that because he talked about how you install habits, yeah. right? And I knew that I was one that was going to need that. I, and I needed it to install and stay, right. you know, not install and leave. And so I did. I carried it around with me and I got to tell you, it just completely transformed me.
1: So this is 2018, right?
2: No, this is, this is 2019, first 2019. quarter. Okay. first quarter.
1: So let, let's hear about when you, when you approached the planner uh, and you were intrigued, did you start using the planner while you were reading or did you wait?
2: No, actually, you know, I read the first part of the planner where he says, you know, it says in the verbiage at the beginning, you know, go ahead, start, you know, uh, start your first day and all that. But, you know, my, my deal was, but I don't really understand it. I want to be able to understand sure. it. Yeah. So when I walk through best year ever, I mean, it, it pretty much is the planner. It talks about how you set goals, and how you achieve those goals and how you set up the Smarter Framework. In fact, I even have the Smarter Framework over here on the wall of my my deal. I mean, I got it sitting right here, uh, specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time-sensitive, exciting, relevant. I keep it up there just as a reference for me when I'm deciding what I want to do. Sometimes, you know, it's hard when you're trying to set a goal and you think, what do I really need to say about this and what how do I feel about it? And that just kind of keeps me going. And so I... Like I said, I just kind of immersed myself in the way he did things. I even watched every video. You know, back then, I know that other people do those videos now, but Michael used to do them all. Right, And so, I mean, every single piece, you know, the daily three, the weekly three, the weekly preview, um, ha- habits, rituals, setting up your calendar, all of it. I watched everything because I knew that if I did that and I really embraced it, that that's where it would transcend to me using it every day.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a, and I, I think maybe I relate to you in this way. I feel like I have a lot of questions and, a lot, and, and with questions comes like for me, like um, disbelief, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work. It's like, mm-hmm. what about this? And then if I just have the question, then I go, well, I don't have to do it or whatever. That's sort of how I feel. And there's a little bit of a surrender to go. I just going to like trust that this system will work for me. I don't need to question it. I just need to do it and uh, watch the results come through. I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but that's, that's how I operate.
2: Well, that's exactly what happened. And, you know, I think I even said in the little email that I sent, even my wife noticed a difference in me, and she started asking me about it. Mm. Uh, my staff noticed a difference in me. The way that I ran meetings changed, because yeah. I read all those things. I even bought the assistant book. Yeah. I went through it with my assistant. I read no-fail meetings. Um, And what what this really did was it caused my mind to focus in a different way. When I would have something that came up that I needed to set a goal for or something I needed to achieve, it just helped me understand how to approach that yeah. and and really in the end on how to achieve it.
1: So let's talk about the things that people noticed, or we can talk about what changed. I mean, you identified right. you said yourself, things have changed for yourself. So we can either start with what other people said to you, right. or we can start with the goals or the, the way that you're experiencing your life today.
2: Right. Right. Okay. So the, let, let's start with the first thing you said. Okay. So the thing that made, made it real for me and kept it in the forefront of my mind, helped me to follow through, was the weekly preview. Yeah. Because you celebrate your successes. You talk about the things with your big three. You know, how did you do with those? Even ask you to put a percentage in there of what you accomplished, mm-hmm. what worked, what didn't work, and what you changed. And it it made me continue to say things like "Don't procrastinate." <laughs> Not just talk about it, but actually sure. write it down. If you got to write it down and look at it, then you know what you're just kind of dumb if you don't do something about
1: that. It's a bit, ba- we you know, uh, yeah, it makes things real, right?
2: Yeah, and every time you look back over, when you, especially when you get to the quarterly preview and you look back all over all those weeklies where you said "Don't do this," "Don't do this," "Don't do this," mm-hmm. it just helped me to focus. You know, I am a, a creative thinker and sometimes I think 30,000 foot mm-hmm. and I needed to learn how to get down into the actual everyday step by step things. And so that's where it became very big. And then the next thing I would say as a tip is, is follow the plan. You know, I'm, I'm a member of the Facebook, uh, full focus planner page. Mm-hmm. And I know people will come on there and they'll say, I just got the planner and I don't really know what to do. And I, almost invariably, every time I'll come and say, listen, here's what to do. Follow what they say <laughs> and just use it the way that they created it. Don't try to change it or modify it. I said, now, you know, after you've been using it for a few months and you decide the parts that really work with you, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, But I said, do yourself a favor for the first two months. Use it exactly the way they say use it. See, that's what made it change for me. Yeah, and
1: yeah, that's kind of the answer this... to your question. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I, I mean, I, I'm a my background is in music. You have two degrees in it, and and uh-huh. I remember I remember learning how to do four part harmony writing in the style of Bach. And you're going like, why can't I have these parallel fifths? Why can't I, you yeah. know, do that? whatever? And they go like, you can, but for right now, you're learning this, and then. They used to say you have to learn the rules before you can break the rules. Exactly. And I, I really do think that that applies here. It's like you're never going to know what's on offer unless you do the system as it's designed. And I might even say at least for a quarter, right? Just oh, to, well, I,
2: I agree. Yeah, I agree. to get
1: through one quarterly preview and go like, oh, that really worked out. Or, or whatever you need to adjust for there. But I, I'm curious about the things that people said to you mm-hmm. that had changed. I think that's very powerful. Okay. It had, that must have been very affirming, assuming that it was positive.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So I'll give you a couple examples. So the first one, I, I have a meeting every Monday morning with my team mm-hmm. and along with the communications team. So at my church, in order to do a service that we do, we have to have communications and music together, right? So the head of communications and my team, my my staff team and I meet and we talk. It was the way that I structured the meeting. Mm. It's not, we're not talking about brain surgery. Sure. Here We're talking about simple things, but coming in and having an agenda that flowed, uh, trying to keep away from the stuff that would be rabbit trails. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to hone in okay, so here's what we did yesterday. It's kind of what's interesting is is every Monday is kind of an after action review mm. because we talk about, okay, this is what we did yesterday, what worked, What didn't and what yeah. can we do better? Oh yeah well, I could tell just from their body language, and the way those meetings flowed and the fact that, you know, it didn't go on and on. And again, we didn't chase rabbit trails. That was different. Yeah. And, and, and they could tell it was different. I think that's what happened with my wife. Um, when we would talk about things and, and she would say, you know, I'm trying to figure out, should we do so and so and so and so? And I would say, well, uh, I'll tell you how you can do that. You know, first of all you need to set a goal and then if you will you know, it's funny. She I goes, mean, "Excuse
1: me, who yeah, are wait a minute. you?"
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you did something with my husband. What yes. did you do with him? Uh and 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 it was just little things like that that seemed and I'll tell you the other thing that was really funny. I was in a meeting one time with uh, Keith, the one I mentioned,
1: mm-hmm. who is
2: still a very avid FFP user. In fact, he and I laugh and talk about it all the time. Uh we're sitting in a, in a um in a staff meeting, and we've got a younger staff member, and, and one of them says, you know, I wish we could help him with organization. Mm. And I said, listen, man, I have the answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. I said,
2: if he would do that, I said, here's the thing. He's got to be willing to do it, but if he'll do it, he will change his life because it changed mine. Right. Okay. And the pastor looked at me, and he said, really? Oh. And I said, yeah, it did. And it did. I'll tell you, it, it, it just complete, Nick, it changed the way I thought about stuff. It changed the way I approach things, which then caused people to ask me things yeah. like that. We'd be talking in my, one of my team meetings, you know, being my, my, my worship team. And I would say, okay, guys, our goal today is to do X and we really need to approach it like this. And then we would talk about, I would say, we've got to celebrate success. That was a big thing that Michael would say. You got to yeah. celebrate your success. And it's very and so, hard.
1: Oh, it is. It's, it is it's, especially for yourself. I find I, I still I struggle to go. What am I celebrating? And how am I rewarding myself for achieving? I I find that to be maybe the hardest thing in the entire planner is the like celebration reward element of every goal. I'm yeah, always like, you, well,
2: yeah. you don't know if you're if you're overdoing it or not. You don't sure. know if you're. You know, are you really doing something that's appropriate to? what you achieved. Uh, I kind of ran into that. I got, uh, this is kind of a confession, but one of the things that I wanted to do in one of the particular goals was, so I started reading. So my goal is to read 24 books every year. Great. Okay. And so far I've been able to keep up with that. Uh, and there have been times when I fall a little behind and I, and I have to catch up. But my big thing was at the end of the year, when I was able to actually achieve that for several quarters, I was going to buy myself a nice pen. Yeah. So I Love did, that. man. I, I bought a nice Mont Blanc pen, okay, to which my wife then said, what is this about? <laughs> I said, honey, I'm celebrating successes. Come on.
1: That's right. I've worked uh, very hard on this.
2: Yeah, that's right. But but seriously, I, I'm the same way. And sometimes, you know, my rewards are just the feeling to know that I achieved something. And I'll write that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I achieved this and I'm glad about it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's always the trick. I'm always like the reward is that I did it.
2: You know, I think the other thing, too, and I mentioned this in my email. So one of the things that I was able to achieve that probably has meant more to me than anything, and I'll give you a quick thumbnail sketch. So in 1999, it was discovered I had a very rare birth defect that was causing problems with digestion. So they basically gave me two or three different options and ways to fix that. We tried everything. Nothing seemed to work. Came down to surgery. Uh, and in the surgery, they said, we've got option one, which is the least invasive, option three, which is the most invasive. When they got in, realized they had to do option three. Mm. I won't go through the gory details, but basically I have a rebuilt digestive system. Well, they took part of my pancreas. Now, this was, was not a cancer situation, but it was a birth defect. So there had been deterioration. And so in the end, uh, he told me, my surgeon told me, you know, you'll probably end up being a diabetic because your your pancreas is what makes insulin and things like that. Right. So that was 1999. I wasn't fully diagnosed until 2014. OK, in 2020, I ended up having to go on an insulin pump
1: mm, yeah.
2: because my it's just not making enough. Uh, insulin for me to, to take care of the sugar. Well, that was a big goal for me and it continued to be a goal all through 2019. And I decided that I would use the FFP system to keep myself in check and to do the right things. Mm.
1: How did you structure those goals? Right. And and it's interesting, right? This is a health goal, which is obviously very, very Mm -hmm. important, but Mm. one of the key tenants you just read off the smarter framework is that it has to be exciting.
2: Exactly. And
1: so that's, I'm I'm very curious to see how you, how you structured your goals around this.
2: Okay. So I knew that in order for me to achieve, I was going to have to focus number one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself, okay, what I'll need to do is I'll need to set myself up on a plan. So it was eating healthy. It was exercise. It was drinking enough water Mm -hmm. and it was doing it every day. So part of my habits, my rituals and my habits. I even took Michael's original thing and I drew everything with lines and all that stuff in developing your daily habits and things like that. Okay. And every day I would make myself do the things that I knew would help me achieve the goal. The exercise helps me to eat up the extra sugar that's in my blood. Eating healthy helps me keep it that way. Staying in control uh is where you don't have all of those um you know peaks and valleys where that's really usually what happens with a diabetic. And what I ended up doing was one once I did all of that and it became a thing that was daily and I could see uh I cause on my um on the app on my phone, which helps me control my uh, my pump and all that, it shows a graph. Yeah. And I have a goal that I have to stay in between, okay? And I would watch as instead of ho- having all this, it was like more like this. Yeah, And then it would end up being where sometimes I would see it and it's literally flatlined. That's amazing. Okay. So I go to my endocrinologist and he says, what have you been doing? So I told him. I even told him about the FFP, told him <laughs> what I was doing. And his
1: we got to send you like just like a stack of planners that you can throw at people. I'm
2: telling you, man. So (laughs) it's so funny. He goes, I think that's great. He goes, to be honest with you, you've done so well you've almost done too well. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, he goes, you've got your A1C down so low now that with somebody with half a pancreas who might need you to back off a little bit. I actually took that as being an award. Sure. Woo, man, I've done it, you know? (laughs) They
1: asked you to do a very specific thing, and you did it so well that they regretted it.
2: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And so that's probably been one of the biggest life change things for me is because now that my sugar is in control, man, that just makes me feel better. And what it did was it also made me realize that that's not the only thing I can accomplish. Yeah, There's a I, lot of things you can, it's, it's all about, what does Michael say? What gets planned gets done. That's right. So if you plan it and then you follow through, then it's really not brain surgery. Sometimes things happen. Oh, and, absolutely. And, and
1: when things get derailed, at least for me and things people talk about in the community, you've seen it, is it can mm-hmm. be very hard to rebuild. Like, you just feel like a failure in some way. How do you adjust what you're doing in order to like recapture the sense of of growth and momentum? Do you ditch goal? You have you having experiences with that? Like, how are you finding the motivation when things invariably shake you off course?
2: Okay, so I think the easiest way to answer that is to go back to the beginning and ask myself from the very word go with this thing, what helped you achieve? And what helped me achieve was following the plan. So mm-hmm. if you will do this, if you will set... Um, a big three weekly goals and then set three daily goals to help you achieve those. And then go back at the end of the week after you've done your entire week, see how you did, modify however you need to modify, change what needs to be changed, then go back and do it again. It's, it's really, it's like investing. You know, you don't just get, a million dollars in your IRA just because you put in $10,000 what? today. I know. It, I, know it's, I don't. I know. That's revelatory. But yes, that's not the way it works. Um, yeah, the reason you get a million dollars is because you've consistently put investment into that account week after week, year after year, and so on and so forth. You know, one of the things I tell people when they ask me about music and stuff like that. And and I'll tell them again, and I like to use the term. It's really not brain surgery. It's really not that super intellectual. It's just following the plan. Right. I say it's it's called repetition. Yeah. If you want to if you want to break something down, break it down, learn how to do it, and then just do it over and over again. You know what? It's amazing. After you've done that for a while, you find out I'm actually pretty good at that.
1: Right. That's yeah. really
2: what it, that's really what it is. And now, yes, there's been many times that I have either gotten discouraged. Or I haven't achieved what I thought that I wanted to achieve, Hmm. but I have to remember that no matter what, if this is where I started and this is where I want to be and this is where I am, I'm not here. I may not be here, but I am here. And that means I have made some progress and I can keep moving
1: forward. Yeah. What is it Michael says? You're never going to drift towards a goal. No, exactly. Yeah. You want to point yourself in in that right direction. look i mean chuck i could literally talk to you all day i'm inspired i think i'm pretty on the record saying that i i have periods of like really great planner times i feel like i'm a pretty i feel like i'm the everyday person on the podcast where i go there are sometimes i'm really struggling to make to like visualize and document and record the things that are happening and the things i want and hearing you talk about this is very inspiring i go i can be like chuck <laughs> <laughs> I could oh, just, please. You've got to have a more loftier goals than that. No, Come no, on. no. Chuck's got it all figured out. Now, oh, my. something I've started to ask people, um, just because I think these are the, the level of minutia that people really do care about, is uh, which planner do you use?
2: It's the executive. It's the, the, the brown leather executive, it. right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. And it's funny because my friend Keith was using the gray and he saw mine one day and he goes, Hey man, where'd you get that? I go, Hey, this is the late, this is, this is back whenever y'all introduced it. He said, I said, this is the one that they just introduced. I said, Keith, you really need to try it. He goes, is it really that big a deal? I go, yeah, it reminds me of the original gray. It's very substantive. It seems like you really can't hurt it. Sure. Uh, so, you know, whatever I do with it, 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 it's, it's
1: durable. Another question that we've, that we've started talking about is what do you do with your old planners?
2: Okay. So that's part of celebrating success. Okay. So I've got them in my, they're right over here in my uh, bookshelf. And listen, it's inspiring to me to look over there and see all four quarters of 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022 and say,
1: wow, look at that. (laughs) I mean, that's a lot of investment in yourself.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah. And listen, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, nobody else is. Yeah. You got to be willing to do that. And then the other thing is to turn around and invest in others. And you talked about it. I listen, anybody that asks me, I tell them about full focus. I say, listen, if you want something that'll make it, I think you at least need to try it. If you want something that'll make a change, I believe this will make a change. What's
1: we'll talk about your weekly preview. How long has it taking you and where do you do it and when?
2: So I first started watching Michael do his on a video. I thought, oh, I'll never be able to do this. But the more I do it, it's just natural for me. So I literally can sit down either on a Sunday night, okay, because it's funny. When I read the Living Forward book, he and Daniel Harkavy talk about that. It's funny because Michael says he likes to do his on Sunday night. Daniel likes to do his on Monday morning. Right. So – for me, it's good to have that come aside time. Uh, I even put it on my planner. Right. So at eight o'clock, I'll sit down with my planner and I'll go through my weekly preview and I'll look at the things. I'll celebrate the things, the things I was able to accomplish with those, the big five there that you get. And then I'll look at the, the, the weekly big three and say, okay, what did I do? How did I do with those? Uh, what worked? What didn't? And I listen, the whole per- thing can take me 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm sure that's shorter than, that. than it used to be, correct? Oh
2: gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, and this is my favorite question, of course, and you've already talked about it a little bit. What writing utensil are you using in this player?
2: <laughs> Talking about, boy, I'm about to wade right into the mess here, man. This is
1: this is the important stuff, right? This
2: here. is my favorite pen. Now, I know when you look on the full focus. Facebook page, and you hear people talk about it, they absolutely, th- this is the hotly contested thing. But this is my, it's a friction.
1: Oh, yeah. You're using the friction.
2: Okay. I love the way it writes. Uh, I love the fact that it can be erased. Yes. And I've never had an issue with the whole thing about the heat.
1: Never. <laughs> it's so funny you bring that up because I did not know that for listeners who don't know, apparently, if it gets too hot, it can erase. And we just had an episode recently where someone talked about that and they didn't know that that could happen. Yeah. And then they had some notes for their business or whatever. And then they, the solution is to put it in the freezer. That's the answer. And that
2: works, by the way, because I did have one time where I made some notes uh, and uh, it was like, oh my word, they left it in the car, got hot. And I had heard somebody say through a podcast or on on the page, on the Facebook page, uh, put it in the freezer. It works.
1: Well it definitely works. Well, that's the important stuff. If nothing else, anytime that I host a segment of Focus on This, it will end with a conversation around the friction pen and freezing <laughs> the notes. That's apparently the exactly, rule. Exactly. Exactly. Um famously I'm a pencil user. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of pencils in the planner. You gotta get the right pencils though. We'll talk about that someday. Um, well, you're
2: a composer. You have two degrees in music, man. You know that's what it's all about. I haven't man.
1: written uh, I haven't written anything on manuscript paper by hand in twenty years. <laughs>
2: well, but you but you wouldn't do it with a pen. So. No, it's true.
1: But anyway, Chuck, this has been great. I'm inspired leaving this. I'm so excited. Um, if you had any last words for anybody who's listening to this episode. Obviously, these are people generally who are planner users. So with Mm -hmm. that in mind, is there anything that you'd like to share or final thoughts that maybe you'd want to leave them with?
2: Yeah, this is what I would say. It will change your life. You do not have to second guess it. You just need to trust it, follow the plan, follow through. And then at the end of that process, if you haven't achieved anything, go on and try something else. But I promise you, you will achieve if you'll just follow through.
1: I don't know if we could say it any better than that. Uh, Chuck Sullivan, thank you for joining us here.
2: My my pleasure. It really was, Nick. Thank you.
1: Hopefully we can get you on again.
2: Okay. Listen, thanks and have a great day. Thanks.
1: Well, that is it for this episode of Focus on This. Chuck is the best. Love the energy. So glad we got to share that with you. And if you are looking for more inspiration, for more ideas, for more help, for just for company in your journey to achieve the goals that you've set for yourself, then definitely go check out the Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. There's Chuck and there's other Chucks. They're all there. (laughs) So go check it out. Remember that this is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends. Go to the Facebook community and we'll be back with another great episode on Monday. Until then, stay focused.